is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. It's a two for Tuesday on the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Hello. Two for? Why? There's two really good bits today. Only two? The rest. <laughs> yeah, they're okay. <laughs> I'm guessing these two bits are you led? Definitely the bits I brought. Oh, no. my goodness. I wouldn't do that. That's so unlike you. I'm a big supporter of no, you are. all of the rubbish you bring to the table. What was your um, <laughs> Okay, well, if we did have to pick two bits, what would they be? Okay. In fact, I'll start oh. one that you brought to the table. <laughs> the phones thing. Killer. That was interesting. Absolute killer, mate. Should Queensland schools ban mobile phones? I will say a monkey could do that oh. and it would, would get a good reaction. But did the monkey? No. Um, the monkey brought, can you put doggy poop bags in someone else's bin? It got a couple of calls. <laughs> Um, also, the, the call that I was actually more nervous to take yes. today was the call from my wife because I have been doing a bit of an investigation into missing cheesels at our house and I believe my wife is hiding the packets underneath the other little packets of chips. They're not missing. They're um, just being eaten before you have the chance to. Right? That's missing. Um, <laughs> missing from your tummy. Missing from my life. <laughs> so we got my wife on to defend that. Uh, more Bronte's 30 before 30. Yeah, a bit of a painful day ticking things off the list yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Hang about, guys. All the highlights Coming up, the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. But a big old warning from your mates, Cliffo and Bronte. Because um, snakes, mate. Snakes are doing their thing at the moment yeah. right across Queensland. Um, and it's coming after all of the wet weather, I think, that we've had. I don't doubt it. I saw my first one the other day. Really? Yeah. Where? On walk, just on a walk in a public area, walking down uh, the footpath. And was this like a built-up area? Like it wasn't in the bush or The anything. Strand in Townsville. Wow. Like, yeah, yeah, where there's kids playing and running around. A kid literally almost stood on it It and it just slithered yeah, okay. through from one side this, to the other. This is the thing, mate. They are they are active at the moment. I think for me yesterday because we we spotted one, mm. um, and I think what's happened is the council has mowed the reserve opposite our place, uh-huh. and the snake has slithered out <gasps> to try and get away or whatever, and it's gone to my house. So look, all that's going on. Plus, I mean, this is a video from the states, yeah. But also, it's that time of the year when snakes like to get a little snaky, snaky action. Is it? Yeah. The male checks them out. To see if they're ready to breed. This head-rubbing courtship display looks like he not only wants to be Mr. Right, but Mr. Right Now. Male and female can stay locked in Congress for an entire day or more. And after all this productive pleasuring, it's time for a meal. Oh, yeah. You sure that's a snake video? Locked in Congress for an entire day. <laughs> not a lot well, of Well, it ain't me. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Uh, but what happened was um, I was actually picking up my son from daycare yesterday when my phone rings. Yeah. It's my wife. She goes, there's a snake at the front door. And I said, what's he selling? <laughs> oh, that's just... Little dad joke. Yeah, good. And uh, she sends me a photo and straight away I thought, oh, I think it's just uh, like one of those pretty harmless tree snakes, but I don't really know. Uh-huh. Um, Michelle sends the photo to a snake catcher mm-hmm. who says, yep, no, nah, just a tree snake. I could come and remove it if yep. you want, um, but it'll probably just slither away and sure. I'll still have to charge you. Okay. So anyway, I said to Michelle, just leave it. I'll get home. So yep. that's the situation. And I do that, get home, drive straight into the 
garage. Oh. <laughs> drive straight into the snake, wait, my front door. <laughs> I drive straight into the garage and shut the roller door because I just didn't want the kids yeah. around it. So yeah. I say to them, go inside. Then I go inside. Michelle opens the front door and it's just slithering around. Ooh. Like there's still the security door between Ooh. us and the, the snake. Uh-huh. And that's when I filmed a video and I'll whack that on our Insta. Oh, good one. Yeah. At Cliffo and Bronte. Um, but I see there that um, Michelle has pulled out for some reason. She's pulled out like the spray bottle <laughs> that we used to spray our hair. And I said, and straight away, my mind goes to her with the bottle, just sort of like, shh, 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 shoo, <laughs> go away or whatever. So I said, what's the spray bottle doing there? Have you been trying to spray it to shoo it away? <laughs> and she said to me, no, no, that's that's just left out from doing oh. my daughter's, our daughter's hair this morning. But Are you sure? I still can't get the Are image out of my Go away! <laughs> Uh, A debate has started up again in Queensland today with the news that in 20 high schools down in South Australia, uh, from the start of Term 1 today, there is a complete ban on mobile phones. So this is um, going to the 20 high schools join previously 25 high schools that started this scheme uh, a couple of years ago. And uh, it's coming to, like, People are saying it should be a nationwide thing, that um, there should be no mobile phones within schools. I think the last time Queensland voted on it, it was 2019, and a few schools decided to do it, but not mm. everyone. Yeah, I feel like in Queensland it's a like a school-by-school school thing. Yeah, school-by-schools school. Schools make their individual You make the decision. Uh, I feel l- like something that big, though, like like a universal ruling yeah. would be easier. Yeah, you'd think so. Because it, it's a... It's a real big issue. Like it it is. needs to be discussed and like the appropriate thing needs to be locked in Elected. for all schools. Yeah. yeah. They say that it's to tackle cyberbullying and reduce distractions in classes. Uh, and so I think what we want to know is what your thoughts are on 131060. Should mobile phones be banned in Queensland schools? So this is in high schools at the moment. I'm not sure how many primary school kids there are with phones, but Mm. I imagine the issues lie more in the high school realm. Um, We obviously grew up in a time where there were mobile phones around, but I think the iPhone came in in like 07, 08, which is the end of my high schooling time. Mm. Um, God, I love you saying anything that ages you, (laughs) like all the crap you give me for being older than you. Well, for yours, it was those mobile phones that came in their own little suitcase, (laughs) right? (laughs) You had to assemble them every single time. We used used to take a big, like, a phone with a rotary dial (laughs) in the front and, hello, is that the operator? So mobile phones weren't that much of a distraction for us because they just, we just didn't Mm. understand them. So um, we got through school fine without it, so. Well, that's my question, Bronte, is like, what is the issue with banning them at schools? Yeah. I don't see what the issue is because it is, like, it's proven yeah. that, you know, social media and all that, like, all that stuff, we don't have to debate it anymore. That has a negative impact on young minds. Yes, There's absolutely. no doubt about that. Um, but number two, we, there's no debate either. That mm. They're a distraction. We know they're a distraction. They're like, a distraction when you're a kid, but, like, as an adult, but even especially when you're, like, in those teenage years and so much more of your life is on this phone yeah when you're at school it becomes a second like you care about it less because more of your stuff is happening on this phone than it's happening in front of your eyes exactly yeah i i don't know what the positives are of allowing phones at school yeah i don't see a positive no i know but hey maybe i'm wrong 
131060. Let us know. Should mobile phones be banned in Queensland schools? Where do you sit on it? 131060. Brooke is first up. Uh, Brooke, should Queensland schools ban mobile phones? Absolutely, they should. Um, my kids go to an elite Catholic school, and every time they get into trouble, they're straight on the phone. Mom, this teacher's making me do this and that and this oh. and that, and it just causes the biggest headaches. <gasps> that's that's the worst. I didn't think oh, about absolutely. that. Is she calling you during school hours to complain? Uh, messaging, messaging. Messaging. Yep. I didn't think about that aspect. I thought of more of the distraction side of it all and the social oh, that media. Too. Yeah, yeah, that too. But it's then you know the he said she said, and I've you know they're at the point now they've had to sign a thing with the school that they have to kick their phones over every morning, wow. and then I get them back until the afternoon because they were just causing so many headaches for the school yeah. and myself. That makes sense. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Like. A check in, check out. But then kind just of leave it at home. Like then do no. you really need it? Uh thirteen ten sixty Sally's here. Should phones be banned in Queensland schools, Sal? No, no no no. I think you should be allowed to take your phone to school, but I don't think you should be allowed to use your phone in class. So if the teacher takes your phone off you, um, as you come into class in the morning, you're allowed it for recess, you're allowed it for lunch, you're allowed to take your phone, but you should not be allowed to use it in the classroom, no. Do you reckon have it at, at recess and lunch? See, what I loved about that time was getting up and getting out and doing something physical. If you're just sitting there on your phone at lunchtime, that can't be good for you. Absolutely. Look, it's better that they're playing with other kids, but the reality is there's a lot of kids that don't have those friendships, so their phone is their friend. No, that's, yeah, I'd argue because I feel like at times we all were that kid yeah. in school and that's what forces you to, to grow yeah, and to get up yeah. and meet new people and, yep. you know, hard times breed better people. Mm, mm. Uh, 13, 10, 60, Megan's next. Where do you sit on the banning phones in Queensland schools debate, mate? Oh, 100% for it. I think they need to ban them. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, these kids need to, you know, get friendships and talk mm. to each other. And I've actually struggled because my daughter came home um, just starting high school and she said, you know, all the kids have these cool phones and, um, you know, I don't have a cool phone, so I'm not cool. And, you know, that's another issue that I'm facing. Uh, I, I do think kids can, can take them to school. We live in an hour from school and you know, the kids do sports. So it is it is great that after school they can ring me if they're, yeah. they're going to be running late or they've missed, you know, missed their ride or yeah, something. Yeah. But please don't, don't let them in the school grounds. You know, these kids need to be playing sport and yeah. talking to each other. Megan, there's there's a massive frog, I think, behind you as well, too. <laughs> Watch out for that. That's such a – I'm hearing from all these parents and it's giving such different sides of the argument I never thought about. Like the, the fact mm. that if you don't have what is considered the cool phone, that's another reason to thing. feel yeah. alienated. Uh, John is here. John, where do you sit on the phone debate? Should they be banned in Queensland schools or no? No, mate. I reckon the kids should be allowed to have them. Um, main reason why is because this. The school sends you an email saying sports cancelled for the afternoon and you've got multiple kids at the same school, you can get in contact with the eldest one and say, hey, look, meet us at school, pick up, school sports has been cancelled. Mm. Like, so the I guess that's a convenience thing for parents there. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's correct. What yeah. about, and like, at least too. banning them during class time? And, like, you've at least yeah, got to admit no, that. Yeah, take yeah, them off them. Take them off in, in class time, but... You know, like after school, you know, if we need to get in touch with our kids, mm. we can still get in touch with them. 
or, you know, there's apps there where you can track your kids' movements. Mm. So, you know, it's a, a safety thing then as well, so you know exactly where your kids are. Interesting. Right, John, thank you. Yeah. Look, Lots to think about. No two calls the same there, no. and you're right, so much to think about. But, man, I don't know. I feel like it's it's high time that a, a standardised approach was, yeah. was introduced in our state like they are I seemingly doing in South Australia. find the cloaking thing, like the giving it away, like giving it, Mm. When you arrive each day and, you know, collecting it at the oh, end of the schools day. schools that hate that. Yeah. So much admin. So much that, admin. But... And, like, you, you know, like I said, we didn't do that at school and we turned out Yeah, I know, Bronte. Fine. It's almost like time's <laughs> changed or something, isn't it? <laughs> Can you beat Bronte? We need to ask you some questions. So it went off yesterday. Mm, very contentiously, I want to say. It went off just. He got the benefit of the doubt, and he got $250 in his pocket. Well-deserved, though. He's got a wedding to yeah. plan in Italy. Yeah, so I know. Needs the extra money. Married in Italy. Must be nice. Bloody duh. <laughs> uh, Rebecca's here. A bit more of a realistic holiday for you over the Christmas break. Beck, you went yeah. to Brisbane. Yeah, it was. Had six weeks off work, though, so that's nice. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, disability support work. Love that. Well, well deserved yeah. six weeks then. Good on you. Okay, Beck, what we're going to do is we're going to put Bronte in the soundproof right. booth. Good so luck, off you go, mate. And we'll put 30 seconds on the clock for you, Beck. You good to go? Yep. All right, time starts now. Mr. Schuster is a character in which US TV musical series? What city in the world would you find the headquarters of the United Nations? Oh, God. Yes, big city, big city. Diamonds and graphite are both composed of which elements? I don't know. I'm not going to lie. That was not a very good run. Uh, I mean, you said it. We'll get we'll get her back in anyway. Don't say anything, and we'll see the jackpot at fifty dollars. Because man, big one yesterday. Luke won it at two hundred and fifty. <laughs> Any complaints about the state of the soundproof booth today, Bronte? No, or? I was just going to say though. Oh, um, coming back into a room and someone going, "Don't say anything." Uh, she's here. It just takes me back to like school. <laughs> just being like, don't say anything, Bronte's here. Don't say anything, she just walked in. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, same questions. Same 30 seconds on the clock. Time starts now. Mr. Schuster is a character in which US TV Glee. musical series? What city in the world would you find the headquarters of the United Nations? New York. Diamonds and graphite are both composed of which element? Stone. <laughs> In which ocean would you find the Mariana Trench? The Pacific. How many squares make up each game piece in Tetris? How many squares? Five. What? Five? Yeah, sure. That's a good guess. <laughs> guess. Producer Alicia, over to you. Yes, so uh, Mr. Schuster is in Glee. Bronte got that one correct. Rebecca passed. Uh, the United Nations is in New York City, which Bronte got correct. Rebecca passed. Uh, diamonds and graphite are both made of carbon. Oh, Neither of you got that one. Learning. Uh, Mariana Trench is in the Pacific Ocean. Bronte got it correct. She guessed it. Rebecca yeah. didn't get to this. Uh, and four pieces in each game piece in Tetris. Oh, so. Bronte, Bronte got it. 
Also, is it Mariana's trench or she doesn't own it? It's just the Mariana. Did I say that right? <laughs> it's I haven't just heard the of that. Mariana trench. There's Mariana. No oh, Mariana. she doesn't own it. Okay. But I don't can't think anyone can own a trench in the ocean, can they? <laughs> like, what a claim. Show trench. Let's buy Let's one. Let's buy a trench. <laughs> Beck, thanks for playing. Good job, Bronte. Thank you, Beck. <laughs> Have a lovely day. Today, um, thanks for playing, Beck, and we'll do it again tomorrow morning after 7 at $100 cash. Woo. Your chance to win it if you can beat Bronte. 30 and flirty and Bronte's 30 before 30. I'm a little sore today because yesterday I had to tick off the three R's of my 30 before 30 list and... It's a little painful. Can I say again, Mm. you're like, hey, props to you. Thanks. Because you've done a lot of work. Yeah, thank you. All right. Yeah. But your scheduling has been appalling. Absolutely appalling. (laughs) I should have added a time management course to this list. I agree. Yeah. I had to tick off yesterday riding a motorbike, running 6Ks and rowing a rowboat. Which that, I managed. That's, that's so exhausting <laughs> just hearing you say it. I was so tired last night, and even today it's carried on quite a lot. Uh, can safely say I ticked off uh, the run 6K. So I've only ever ran like five, five and a half, and I just had such a mental block about getting over that 6K mark. I don't know why, uh, but managed to do that yesterday, which I was stoked about uh, in just over 33 minutes. Um, but also big thing yesterday was rowing for the first time with my beautiful mm. friend Sevi. I think we've got a video of that going up Quite at Clifford and Bronte. Yeah, head to the Instagram page, Clifford and Bronte. Sevi really, like, she put me to work. I thought I would get there, the rowboat would be set up and I yeah. would just jump in. Like a gondola in yes! Venice. yes. No, no, had to carry it all out, carry all the equipment out and set it up. And she basically sat there while I just rode her like a gondola, you know, down the river. How romantic. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that was really fun. Leisha asked me this morning, she's like, would you do it again? And I think I would do it again. Mm. It's um, it's a, the only way that I could get my hands to do what they needed to do was to sing a Taylor Swift song at the same time. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> they say that when you're doing CPR. Oh, yeah. To keep the beat, you should sing the Bee Gees Staying Alive. Well. And, you know, do the compressions in time with like, uh, 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 staying alive. Yes. Staying alive. Yeah. Well, for rowing, apparently you should sing Lavender Haze by Taylor Swift because that's what got uh, me on the rhythm. God, that'll make me want to jump out of the boat. <laughs> I think she did. Uh, But the third thing, something that my mother was very nervous about me doing as well, was riding a motorbike for the first time. Our lovely engineer Brad here at the office has one. Be rad. Brad. Um, To say I was a little apprehensive before I even got on the bike is probably an understatement. This is... uh, this is how I felt. How how do we both fit on that? That's surely that's just a one person. That's not. I don't fit there. What the heck? And my feet go on those little things. Oh, okay. So it wasn't off to a good start. Not off to a good start. You got on the bike though. Got on. Did a little up and down the street here and had the wind in my hair. I can see why people like it. Um. Not for me, though. I think I'm happy to be in the mm. confinement of a car. Yeah. But, yeah, tick that off the we list We heard as you well. doing it yesterday. You did? From- yeah, we did from the window. We heard the... 
She went past. Honestly, that's how it felt. He was very safe, though, so appreciate everyone helping me out with that stuff yesterday. Weirdly, you mentioned CPR. I'm doing that course today as part Are of you? this list. Yeah. Well, remember... Uh, 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 <laughs> you're going to say that to the instructor today. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, my God, Where'd that's the 20th that? time oh. I've heard that this week. It's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha Bucks is back Wednesday morning after 8 a.m. Wednesday, oh. the 1st of February. Oh, there you say. go. Man, the camera quick, didn't it? There's been a lot of uh, contentiousness around Alpha Bucks recently. Getting bloody close to give it away again. Not a word. Contentiousness? Not a word. How dare you? Uh, veil <laughs> is the clue today. Veil. Remember that. Veil. And, yeah, you do want to, you know, be across the clue. You do want to have a bit of an idea what you're playing with to avoid the, as Bronte would say, contentiousness. Contentiousness. Yeah, it's a word. Look it up. <laughs> it's, uh, you should also look up. I know stuff. Dum-dum. And, right. that, and there's your a picture photos of Cliff there. Yeah. yeah. Great. Good call, mate. <laughs> Uh, Vale, your free clue for tomorrow's Alpha Bucks on hit. Right now, back to the exclusive Cliffo investigation yeah. that was launched on this very radio program yesterday. And uh, already a culprit was presented without any real evidence and uh, without the chance to defend themselves. It was yeah. a botched investigation, I think. I, let's not go pulling apart the investigation before the trials even commenced. All right. Okay? Just my thoughts. Back up there. So, story goes, um, I've caught my wife more than once munching on cheesels, mm. everyone's favourite chip, in yep. the because we buy the multi-pack. Sure. Got a bit of salt and vinegar in there. Sometimes there's some grain wafers as well. They put them in there oh, now. Nice. French fries. French fries. Um, but there's never any cheesels. But I've often noticed my wife eating the cheesels, which led me to do a little investigation in the kitchen the other day. You can see this video on our Insta. I have a sneaking suspicion my wife hides the cheesels from me at the bottom of the box every time. What do we got here? Cheesels. Conveniently under every other chip packet at the bottom of the box. I mean, case closed. I absolutely right? not. I judge Bronte would actually. No, I'm not going to call you judge because you're more. I'm the defence lawyer right now. Absolutely. Everyone listening is the judge. Fighting the good fight. You're not the judge because you're not on my side. No. <laughs> but I'd like to call witness number one to the jury, um, ladies and gentlemen, my wife, the beautiful Michelle. Hello. Hello, good morning. Morning, Hi, Michelle. And we should also say happy belated birthday for oh, Sunday. Thank you, Bronte. No, no pleasantries. Oh. <laughs> Straight to brass tacks. You've got to make her feel comfortable. She's about to be <clears throat> under questioning. Well, and I did line this up with you yesterday, darling, and I said to you, don't plead your case. I don't want to be swayed. I want you to, you know, plead your case totally. to everyone at the same time. So we're all, you know, in this together, out in the open. It's all above board. Um, you've heard the accusation that yeah. I believe you're taking the little packets of cheesels and you're yes. putting them to the bottom of the box. Uh-huh. Uh, the platform is yours. What say you? I do not know what you're talking about. Yeah. I do not hide the cheesels. Why would Michelle do that? Why would she the best chip in the packet, mate, and I'm a hoover. Oh, if she doesn't hide food, I just eat it. Is it, Michelle, the defence that I think it is, is that this is actually a production line issue with Smith's and the cheesels are just at the bottom of the box every time? Well, I would assume so because I certainly don't hide them. Why would she? The, are you like? I don't care, Mish. I don't care. You can't be honest. But yeah. is there not just... Because you know I'm a hoover. Like We can all agree on that, yeah. right? 
So there's not a little part of you that has just once or twice before on shopping day just seen the cheesels and gone, I'm just going to put them just to the bottom. I'm just going to put another couple packets on the top so my hubby doesn't devour them. Look, I'll be honest, I don't do that. But what I do want to talk about is the fact that you hide ice creams in the bottom of the freezer <laughs> and eat them when I'm in the shower, so you think I don't know. Oh, oh, oh it's Objection. all coming out. It's Objection, all coming out. Your Honor. <laughs> I am not the one on trial this morning. <laughs> oh, my God, what a twist in the case. And not only do I do I actually do that, Mish, but I'll also, like, so last night it was a maxi bond, and uh-huh. I smash it when you're in the shower, and then not only do I, I put the, the maxi bond wrapper in the bin, but I sort of tuck it to the oh, side of the bin or whatever no. so you can't oh, see know. it. I see it. Yeah. I see it. She knows everything. She's a mother yeah. and a wife. She True. nothing gets past her. See, the only difference is here. I own up to it, guys. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Michelle, I believe you. I think next step is we need someone from Smiths, someone who works in the factory, someone who can either confirm or deny this. Absolutely, because mm-hmm. that's not me. It's right. not you, Mish. I know. We'll I get know. Him on. My eagle-eyed wife, <laughs> Michelle. Love you, honey. Thank you. That was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.